The arrogance and self-assurance he displayed on the shooting range stirred something deep within her. It also brought the point home that he was a federal officer, something that, despite the previous evening's interrogation, had not really hit home until she saw the gun. This clip holds eight rounds, he explained. I'll have to remember there are only five now, he said to himself. This isn't a game, is it? she commented. No, it isn't, he sighed. And if I'm wrong about you, I'm a dead man. He shrugged and then raised his eyebrows. But after the last two days, I guess I can die happy because I've already had a small taste of heaven. He smiled without looking at her. You're not wrong about me, Steve. She put her hand on his. Steve nodded and glanced at the floor by her feet. The notebook was still there. Open that, please. He pointed his chin at the notebook. Jennifer leaned over and grabbed it, flipping it open at the center. She is mine. He must die. It changed, she said, almost tossing the notebook away. Steve glanced at the bloody words and took a deep breath. Close it. She did, tossing it back to the floor. Steve glanced at the discarded notebook and then back at the road. His brow furrowed. He glanced at Jennifer and then back at the road as he pulled into the student center parking lot and slid into the spot next to her car, pulling the keys out of the ignition. Leaning back in the seat, he ran his hands over his face. Hand me the notebook. Jennifer picked it up between her thumb and forefinger like a dirty tissue and held it out for him. She gripped the door with her other hand and watched as he opened it again. The words stared back at him. Who must die? He asked like he was trying to solve the riddle in his mind. You. Jennifer gasped. The words hadn't changed, and Steve looked over at Jennifer. She was pale, her wide green eyes frightened as they looked from the page to him. What does it say? Her chin began to tremble as the tears spilled over. You, she whispered. It says, you. Steve closed the notebook. I ain't dying, he said harshly, tossing the notebook behind her seat. Neither are you. Not till we're old and gray and our grandchildren are grown with kids of their own. He grabbed the garbage from the trunk and crossed to the dumpster, tossing it inside. He stopped and took her in with his eyes. Nothing is going to hurt you. Not as long as I'm breathing, he promised himself. Approaching her, he took her face in his hands. I know it's only been three days, but I'm in love with you. He kissed her. No matter what that says, we will both have long and happy lives. I promise. Jennifer's chin began to quiver and her eyes filled with tears. Don't make me promises you might not be able to keep. She put her head against his chest. He went to say he would, but he just kissed the top of her head instead. She was right. In the line of work he was in, he couldn't make those kinds of promises. I promise I'll be careful, he finally said, and felt her nod into his chest. 